Today I am talking with Janet Bray Atwood. She is the creator of The Passion Test. She is the co-author of the best-selling book, Your Hidden Riches. And today we're going to be talking about mastering self-love, which is such an important thing for us to do at this time of our lives. She has a free gift that she's offering us, a free ebook called uh, The Miracles of Mastery of Self-Love. Um, and if you go to selfloveebook.com forward slash Natalie, you'll be able to download that book, which will really enhance all of the concepts that we will be covering in today's podcast. So enjoy. Make sure to grab the official Not Over Just Different Welcome Pack. It's filled with some of the best tools for inspiring your best life, all absolutely free. Just go to notoverjustdifferent.com forward slash welcome gift to download yours now. Hi, I'm Natalie Ledwell and welcome to Not Over Just Different, a podcast for women of a respectable age facing life's next new chapter. So grab a cup of tea and pour yourself a glass of wine and join me for some deep, real and candid conversations about everything from health, aging gracefully, relationships and how to make the next 50 years even better than the first. Well, hello everyone and welcome to this week's podcast. This week, I have a very special guest with me. (laughs) I have been friends with this woman for, oh, what? 10, 12 years or something, a very long time. (laughs) And uh, my guest, Janet Atwood, is um, she is a living legend when it comes to the field of personal development. Her and her previous partner, Chris Atwood, uh, created, uh, well, actually, no, Janet created the Passion Test, um, which is an incredible uh, uh, process that you can go through to really figure out what it is that you are passionate about. Where are your passions in your life? Where do you maybe have some holes or some places that you could work on to increase that level of passion? Um, And she's been doing this work for for many, many years. Uh, She was instrumental in organizing uh, the secret uh, to be interviewed for the interviews of the secret to be done at a transformational leader council meeting, and we're both uh, now members of that group. And uh, she is an absolute gem. and And the reason that uh, Janet is with us today is because we're going to be talking about the mastery of self love, which I think for women at this time of our life is something that we really, really want to look at. You know, we have been the carer, the wife, the mother the you know all of these things to everybody else um and then sometimes we'll get to this point in our life and we're like "Ooh, who am i (laughs) um i don't know who i am if i'm not that mother if i'm not that wife and and sometimes we find at this time of our life we'll have a massive life change like a divorce or our children go off to college or you know we and we're ending a career and then we're kind of left with who we are at the end of that and sometimes it's very difficult for us to kind of identify and find out who we are you know in that space so Janet's going to help us with that today so how are you Jenny? <laughs> I am good and especially good with you Nat it's so sweet to be with you and just hang yeah and it's so inter- interesting what you said that that women are going, you know, women go through this midlife crisis, but think about what women are going through right now along with their midlife crisis, right? Right now we've got a new normal going on and, you know, raise your hand if you're feeling it with, with what's going on in the world with this COVID, everything is different. And so therefore everything is shaking, 
And if you don't feel it, then you're Natalie. But she's the only one I know that's not. <laughs> but everybody else is kind of going, what the hell is going on here? And have you noticed that aside from your midlife crisis that you might be experiencing, you're also experiencing, how am I going to stop yelling at my kids? Because I've been with them all this time. And why can't I be nice to my friends that now seem to be on a new team? Or how am I going to handle the, you know, the fact that in just a short time, uh, there might be a president that I didn't vote for? And how do I live with all of this? More than ever, I really feel like we're on that edge. More than ever, I feel that if there was ever a time that all of us needed to, to really uh, go up a notch in our self-love, it's now. Because everything affects us, right? The world is as you are, and how, how we treat ourselves is how we treat everyone. Yeah. And so, therefore, now is a real important me time, I feel, in the world. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, we, we've talked about, I mean, we're talking about self-love, but then we also have this other concept called self-care, so what do you think is the difference between the two of those? Self-care is what you do for your self-love. Right. You know, self-love is all about, when I talk about it and someone says, well, what is self-love? I just say, well, it's simply the acceptance of your true nature. I mean, you think about it, Natalie, we all came in just like, yay. You know, when we were little, we were just uh, this bundle of love. Love is our nature. And then what happened? Life hit us, as life does. Life, life comes to test us, and therefore, the next thing we know, you know, maybe we've been abused by our, you know, father or mother. Maybe we've been bullied. Maybe we've been um, traumatized by someone we love die. And each time one of those things happen, in order to protect, we do what's natural, which is to layer, just layer our heart so that we're safe, we're safe. And so after a while, layer upon layer upon layer, and then we wonder, how come I'm not feeling? How come I can't connect? How come I don't know who I am? And how come I really don't know who others are? Right. And so self-love is about number one acceptance of our true nature and when you can really start to get that the, my true nature is love love is the highest energy on the planet my nature is love then anything unlike it love will show you that okay that's my work that's my work my work is that i'm not yet accepting and when i'm talking about accepting i'm not just <laughs> it's really easy to accept me when i'm having a good day but I'm also talking about those shadows that we have that are there and starting to let that be okay, too. You know, now is the time to let everything be okay and everything not be okay. Like, it's not okay that we still have racism. And it's not okay that 200,000, you know, gazillion million people are dying all over the world. And it's not okay that maybe your daughter is stuck in Spain, but you're living in L.A. And, you know, all of these things are not okay. And letting that be okay. That's what self-love is all about. Being really gentle and kind to yourself. Yeah. So how do we get to that point? I mean, I'm sure that there, I mean, okay. So, I mean, I definitely was one of these people that would 
not be, be able to connect emotionally because my MO was like, oh, you know, my biological mother left when I was three. So, you know, my subconscious mind goes, I don't want you to ever have to feel that again. And so I'm going to do everything I can. I'm going to throw up all these different behaviors and different ways of things, seeing things and, and, you know, and different things so that you never have to feel that again. But the problem is it's not just that that I'm, you know, that, that I'm suppressing. It's all emotions. It doesn't just pick and choose which emotions. They all get suppressed, you know. And so it wasn't until I actually did a ceremony with plant medicine that I had a in one of my my journeys in one of my ceremonies like every wall I had built around my heart just exploded off and I had this huge like feeling universal like god love and I'm like like wow well if I can handle that amount of love I can definitely handle human love like you know and, and emotions and I'm like okay so and it kind of helped me to see a part of myself that I didn't realize was so so um so covered like as you say so i mean how do we get to that point where we can start to get the feels again how do we start to release some of those layers so that we can really have like feel like experience life with so much enrichment because that's what emotions do that's you know i i had said it earlier and let's talk about you i mean i had said what we start to do the very first step is starting to be kind well being kind means what do i what what would being kind to me look like and then having to be conscious starting to be conscious about where am i not kind in my life to me Hmm. right so what you did you went why did you go on your journey for plant medicine why did you do that well the first time i went because i was uh, i was the teacher i was actually you know speaking at why did you go no beyond that why did you go what was it you wanted to get yeah okay so i wanted to know myself better there you go i wanted to see what i couldn't see about myself yeah that was your choice i want to know me deeper Mm. so that's going to be one of my doors i'm going to go to that door right and look at your whole life your whole life i know you very well your whole life is taking those doors right i want to know myself deeper so i'm going to interview people from all over the world so i can learn things because i love to learn that's you right i want to be more i want to open more i want to be you know all that i can be so that's that's it and and taking a look at all these little areas and you know i mean if you're someone who's right now now not everybody's living your life natalie every time i call you i go how you doing i am great you know that i mean you're like a sure thing i know you're always going to go i am so good but there are people listening that can hardly get out of bed right now right or can't get out of bed right so so it it starts with it, mastering self love this this program that i'm now teaching all over the world is all about using different practices and the first practice the first practice is to notice hmm. notice notice be conscious notice breathe when notice that when you're depressed or when you're uh you know when you can't get out of bed and you're being so hard on yourself or you think the world is caving in on you the last thing you allow yourself to do is breathe right you don't you don't want to notice you don't want to breathe so those are the two things and then what is the thing that we never do we never allow it to be okay that we're in pain 
See, we have a big judgment. Most people have a big judgment that my life sucks so much that, you know, how could I do this to myself? Why did I get here? How can I be? How about just for once, notice, breathe, is ask yourself to be open. Ask yourself, please, may I be open? We always forget to ask ourselves, and that sets in. But when we start to ask ourselves, what, what that means is we start to take responsibility for who we are and that we're a co-creator. And then go into the body and feel that pain. Pain is just a feeling asking to be felt. Mm. That's called being kind to you. Being kind to you. Pain is just a feeling asking to be felt. So go in and just allow yourself without all this judgment about why am I here and how did I get here and this is not okay. And then what you'll notice is that's what that is, self-love, self-care, self-esteem, self-acceptance, self-healing self. That's the first, that's such a, such a beautiful awakening moment is to let it be okay and just curve back on on yourself there's this beautiful saying in the vedas curving back on myself i create again we we have everything we need we always forget that we have everything we need and that to be okay with where you are at any given moment don't not having a judgment about being okay with wherever you are that means not having a judgment that right now I'm so contracted. I, the last thing I freaking want to do is talk to anybody and I hate the world. <laughs> and let it be okay. Mm. Letting that be okay that that's where you're at. You see, nature has a really an amazing inner guidance. Let me ask you, Nat. When the moon goes up or the moon goes down or the sun goes up or the sun goes down, which is better when the moon goes up or the moon goes down? Which, which is more significant? When the moon goes up. Really? I don't know. <laughs> Does it matter? Say- I, I, isn't it just different? <laughs> yes. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. So, but what? But let me ask you this: mm-hmm. When you're not up and you're not feeling happy and you're and you're more in the I hate everybody mode, mm-hmm. you have a judgment about it, or did you used to before you woke up? Yeah, um, of course I did. I mean, I still look sometimes on things in my life and go, I, I'm still. Um, I haven't forgiven myself for it, and and yeah. you know, and 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 a lot of the work I've done this year is is doing that, getting into a place of forgiveness for things that 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 maybe at the time I formed a judgment on, but then what I find is I and and I you know my people that I work with as well, we have this story, so we create a story about that event. Um, and this year for me has been all about going back, looking at all of my stories and saying, am I telling that as the victim or am I telling that from an empowered place? Because- so, okay. So let me go though. I want to back up for a second and I'm going to come back to the haven't, haven't forgiven myself because that's another, that's a whole one in itself. But we were just talking about what's more, what, what has more value, the moon going up, the moon going down, the sun going up. no what we both came to was that both are equal. Yes. Yes. So why would it be that when you're contracted, wouldn't you say that when you're angry, depressed, sad, we would call that contracted, all of those emotions, right? All the negatives Mm -hmm. contracted and that, you know, happy, joyful, loving, that's more expanded. Yeah. Right. Right. So when you're contracted, here's a whole new way of looking at it. See, nature's perfect. Every moment's efficient. 
every moment has to happen. Every breath has to happen. You can't have one breath. You can't skip a breath. So nature is so efficient that what nature did was created this inner guidance, which says, when I'm feeling like hell, that's a contracted, that means it's stop, not go, red light, time for what? Time for me. Me time. Me time to do what? To do whatever I want to do. To do whatever I feel to do that will bring me joy. Bring me joy. So whatever that looks like. And so let me ask you, when you're contracted, what's one of the things you, you do? When you're not feeling good and to feel better, what's something you do? Um, I just like to be by myself. I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to be around anyone else. <laughs> right, but when you're by yourself, where do you go? Do you take a walk at the ocean? I know that that's one yeah, of your love. Yeah, I I take a walk. I take a bike ride. Uh, I hang out with Bella. Um, you know, I might w- watch something on TV. I might do something where I'm just you know where I can just be. And yeah. Do you ever like turn on some beautiful music that you really love? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or do some exercise, go and do some exercise, heavy physical activity. So what that is, is that having that me time and figuring out, okay, what, and and I tell everybody, write these things down because when you're really messed up, you're going to forget. So you, you know, you want your, your little emergency use sheet when you're feeling contracted that says, okay, physical, let's see, what do I like to do that's physical? What, what brings me out of this when I'm, when I, that I can do mentally, like Ho'oponopono, the work of Byron Katie, the Sedona method, you know, pray, what are the things that I can do spiritually? I can do my meditation, you know, I, I can do my yoga, I can walk in nature. So for everybody listening, contraction isn't a bad thing. So why do we have a judgment around it? Because notice that the reason why we feel so bad is because it's not what other people think that hurts. It's what we're putting on ourselves that hurts. So when you notice that you're super contracted or having a really hard time and not able to move forward, it's because nature, nature is, is so beautiful and efficient and loving is trying to tell you it's time for you to be there for you. And then go for it with the things that you, you know, that you know to do that you've got on your little emergency use sheet that help you feel better. And that once you do, once you start to notice that you're coming out of it, then back into the green light. Um, I'm not, hey, whoa, I'm no longer contracted. I'm expanded. That's when you go to get things done. Because if you ever notice trying to get something done when you're contracted, how does that work for you? Yeah. <laughs> It doesn't. <laughs> so this is, the, you know, I mean, if there was a overall, what do you do during this time right now? This is it, you know, and first be conscious, start to be conscious of where you're at and let it be okay. Yeah. You know, I love that we're talking about this. And, and for those that are listening, if you, you know, if you are feeling like you're blocked, if you're feeling like you're, you know, in a place where you're kind of a little bit stuck um, and you feel like you're in a place where things are happening to you and not for you, um, this belief could actually be draining you of your power and your freedom. So if you're ready to claim your power back and experience a different outlook in life um, then uh, and, and be in a place where you're inviting in miracles, um, then I highly recommend that you go to notoverjustdifferent.com forward slash success training. 
Now, when you do that, you'll be able to claim a free ticket for an online training session with myself and the amazing Mary Morrissey that explains everything and how to move through that. So that's not over, just different.com forward slash success training. So let's get back to, we're talking about the, um, the forgiveness piece. Because I think that, you know, when we're struggling with this self-love, this mastery of self-love, part of that is, you know, and, and forgiveness is also being kind to ourselves. You know, so uh, how do well, we get through that? Who is there to forgive? Who are you forgiving? I mean, think, I know this sounds really weird, right? I mean, when you're clear, I love this saying that Byron Katie, who's one of my mentors, says, when I'm clear, what is is what I want. So when I'm clear, what is is what I want, then who am I forgiving? And now this sounds so crazy, but the the way I really had got this one was I had to go to something that was very traumatizing that I went through in my life. And when I was 17, I think I had told you sometime when you and I were together, my brother's two best friends came over and said, hey, do you want a pill? Want to take this pill? And I would do anything that they asked because I had the biggest crush on them in the world and didn't know who I was at all. And so I said, yeah. And when I woke up the next morning, I was a very different Janet Atwood, and I had been raped. And now that could have ruined and colored every relationship I'd ever had with a guy up until now. And the whole world almost would agree with me. Oh, poor you, if I wanted to use that as my story. But instead, what I decided to do was I wanted to look, how is that working for me? I, there's, you know, when something happens to us, there's nothing we can do about it. What is, is. And it's past. It happens. The past is the past. And so, therefore, if God is good and God is everything and there are no mistakes in the universe, and that's my reality, then how would it be that this is something that is going to be serving me? How does it serve me? Yeah. And so I started to think, well, God, one of the ways it serves me is, well, I'll never let that happen again. Number two, how it serves me is I got to see how I really needed to, to get a handle on who I was being and what my choices were and why I was choosing the way I was. And now when I look back, I think, oh, my God, thank you so much. Because if anyone's ever had sexual abuse or gone through anything like that, I can bring them out of it in no time at all. And they don't have to wait 20 years because I see that there is such a gift in every single moment, no exception. And that's called reframing right? I reframe it. So when I reframe it, then I, then I no longer think that, who do I have to forgive? If every moment really is working for me, not against me. Yeah. I know that's a, a stretch, but it's the reality. No, no, but, it, but, it's, but you're right. And, uh, and the thing is, in, in saying that, you're not, what Janet is not saying is just to drop into that instantly um, because you still need to feel the emotions that that event brings up for you. Because, well, of course. Yeah. I'm talking about after. That's right. right. What can you do with it after? So you're not like, so you're not holding it and holding it and holding it and, and it becoming your story and it being the reason why you're so miserable and it being the reason why you can't be close to anyone yeah. and it be the reason why you wake up in cold sweats and wonder is life, you know, going to be like this forever. Yeah. It's like I was saying before the changing the story. It's like, 
if I stay in the victim side of that story, then I am tethered to that event and it still um, taints everything I see, how my behavior, everything. So when I can look at it and go, okay, well, if that happened for my highest good, as you were saying, if that happened for my highest good, then what did I learn from this? What is the the gift from this? You know, how how has this influenced, positively influenced who I am so that I can become the best version of who I am, that I can become the teacher or the who, the mother, the, the wife or whoever that I want to be in this world? And how did that event help me do that? Because, I mean, we have no control over the events themselves, but we do have control on how long, how we choose to look at it and how long we allow it to affect us moving forward. Yeah, and that's it. And and also, it's okay to freak out. Yeah. I mean, see, this is what we're talking about, that what is not okay? You got to go through all the stages, freak out, anger, resentment. I mean, every one of them, fear. And yet, at some point, as you just said, there's got to be like, okay, I've worn this out. You know, I mean, there's no more to, to get from it. Mm-hmm. Now, right? I've, I've really played it as far out as I can now. Now I got to really look at this. And you know, you could either do that immediately, or you can take 20 years. It's all on how you want to play it. And really, seriously, it depends. It depends on how you want to move through anything. You always have a choice. You have a choice in every moment. How do you want to look at it? But I'll, I'll tell you, when I have trauma, I usually have to go through that experience and and let those emotions that seem very very natural like anger and fear and resentment and craziness which i did at the time yeah first and the thing i think the reason that the mastery of self-love is so important uh is that it infuses everything in our life it is the foundation to everything um, and, you know, you and I were talking before we got on the podcast about, you know, I'm stepped into a new relationship. But without the foundation of self-love, um, I can't be the perfect partner for my perfect partner. Like I can't, I can't do that. And I don't have the capacity to love others in such a big way unless I have that, you know, love for myself first. And it's, That's I, right. yeah, it's, it's an important thing when you go in, when looking at existing relationships or bringing in new relationships as well, right? Well, well, you think about it. What is that other person there for? I mean, we're in, we're under this illusion that they're here for, oh, I, for, for me to have a really wonderful romantic experience. But what is that other person really being in your life for? That other person is really being brought into your life so that you can what? So that you can be intimate. Intimate with who? Intimate with you. Intimacy into you, I see. Intimacy into me, I have to see first. Mm. So the other person, why why do we have the other person? To show us ourselves. Because nature, again, there's back to efficiency. Nature is so efficient. Nature created the other so that we could see ourselves in the other. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to share with you something. I want you to do me a favor. You told me about um, this guy, mm-hmm. right? Can we say his name or not? Yeah, we can say his name. Okay, his name is Bert, right? Yep. Okay, so wait, for, wait this might not be fair. I think I'm not going <laughs> to use Bert. I'm going to use your ex-husband who I know you absolutely love and adore, yes. right? Yep. Okay, so do me a favor, and everyone listening, if you have a pen and a paper, you can do this too. Think of someone you really love, that you just yum, yum, yum. You know, you just love them. You just love them because you do. 
Um, okay, so let's talk about uh, the ex. Give me five feelings that you have about him, like um, sensitive, tender, kind. That, uh, that describe him or how I feel around exactly. him? Five great things that describe him when you're just loving him up. Oh, um, confident, fun, uh, gregarious, uh, generous, and loving. Okay, and then thank you. And then do me a favor. Think of when that person's not being who you want them to be, and you know it's just kind of like, oh God, you know, <laughs> looking at them. Um, give me five. Give me those five, and don't be spiritual. Okay, just okay. give me five. Okay, uh, arrogant, um, opinionated, uh, bullish. Um, um, God, I don't know. Um, how many more do I need? <laughs> Two more. Two more. Okay. Um, overbearing and uh, closed off. Closed off. All right. So now I want you to um, let me ask you something. Um, would you say you're confident? Yeah. Would you say you're fun? Yeah. Would you say you're gregarious? At times, yeah. Would you say you're generous? Yes. Come on, I know you. You're, would you say you're loving? Yep. Okay, here's the hard part. Mm -hmm. You want to go for it? Yep. <laughs> um, now, I'm talking about sometimes, right? Yes. Like, we're on this planet to learn until we're walking on water. Notice our stuff comes up, yes or yes? Yes. Okay, got it? So sometimes, do you notice that you can be arrogant? Yeah. Um, opinionated? Yep. A little bully? Mm, maybe. Not so much, but yeah. Okay, ever overbearing? Yeah. <laughs> and sometimes even closed? Yeah. Sometimes. See, what's so beautiful about this, Nat, is that I meet no one but me. I meet no one but me. And so everyone at every given moment, depending upon what we're projecting, we're either loving or noticing, oh, that's my work. My work's not yet done. Now, you see, um, notice that it was harder. Here's the interesting thing. Notice that it was harder for you to say the, the things that bother you about your ex then it way easier than me to go, are you that, on the things you love. Because why? Not because one is any better than the other, to tell you the truth. All these different things have worked for you, all of them, at different times. They've actually been working for you. Where your work is, and not that you're supposed to be not um, arrogant or not opinionated actually it's very important you're opinionated does it work for you to be opinionated yes or yes yeah absolutely yes it does it it works for you until it doesn't what your work is is not to oh god you know oh my god oh you know i shouldn't be that no it's more like letting that be okay too finding finding that love there for that too that's self-love right that's self-care. 
you see, and we're we're so we've been all taught. I mean, I I teach in China, as you know, and man, I'm not kidding you. God, this was such a big wake up call for me, because if you're not perfect, they they were brought up with I got to be perfect. That there is such a judgment about one little tiny any bitty i mean natalie look at look at natalie and you know this this exercise says no so much about you too because actually you didn't even that was a little bit of thing you should see what most people do oh my god oh no <laughs> you know what i mean and your your response was oh yeah i can be a little arrogant yeah uh-huh i can find it how about um so what yeah. But yeah, I can find when I'm a little arrogant, I can find all these things. I can find when I'm opinionated, bullish, overbearing, closed, confident, fun, gregarious, generous, loving. Our job is is to allow it to be okay and just go, you know, in this moment. And here is the other clincher. In this moment, I'm doing my very best. How do I know this is how I'm doing? If I could do any better, I would. End of story. It's the end of the story in every moment, every moment, this moment, this moment, this moment, this moment. And that is self-love. And that is about really coming home to you and treating you like you would a little baby. If a little baby did something that you didn't think was too stellar, you wouldn't take it and throw it against a wall. But we do that to ourselves. And so the the best thing that we can start to do, especially during this time, especially when all of us are being tested up the max, you know, some people have their mother-in-law living with them full time and it wasn't planned, right? When COVID hit yeah. and that's a, maybe that mother-in-law might be in your face. So our job right now is to be as kind as we possibly can to ourselves, And that is self-love. And that means being kind in the areas where you have had these massive, huge judgments about yourself. Yeah. And starting to see that, don't you really? And, and the worst perpetrator, the worst perpetrator is, is as well. That person, when you can finally step back and see the worst perpetrator, instead of judging, you would see that, oh my God, that person's in more pain than anyone I've ever seen. That's their, that's their way of trying to get out of the pain. Yeah. And when you start to understand that, there, there, there starts to be this really sweet depth of compassion. Yeah. Well, darling, you are the master, mistress, when it comes to, to self-love. Um, and the work that you're doing right now is exceptionally important. Um, and I so appreciate the fact that we've got to have this conversation today. Now, um, if you have resonated with anything that we've shared today, um, I encourage you to go to selfloveebook.com forward slash Natalie. So that's selfloveebook.com forward slash Natalie. Now, when you go there, you will get access um, to a free ebook. Um, which uh, Janet's going to tell us about now, which is going to expand on everything that we were talking about today. Yeah, thank you. It's called The Miracle of Self-Love, Four Secrets for Living a Magnificent Life. And these were my secrets. These were, these were actually just, I like the word secret, but it's not a secret. It's in a book. How crazy yeah. is that? <laughs> these, are, these are the different practices that I have used that I really found. These were my foundation to really 
live a, a, an extremely loving life. And, uh, and for instance, uh, my ex-husband, best friend, business partner, I'm the godmother to his children and best friends with his wife and really super close to his wife's mother. And that wasn't always easy. But all of these different tools allowed me to really come to a place of peace and understanding so that I could create love in any area of my life, no matter what. And that's what I want for all of us, because right now we're living in a world of separation. And it is a really very scary thing to see what's going on on this planet right now. And so our job as conscious creators and anyone that's on natalie's podcast is a conscious creator is to is to just pull it back to the self and really do your own inner work and become the most connected loving you possible because that's the light that's going to be able to lift up the rest of the world out of this separation that is that is so dominant right now yeah yeah. Well, darling, thank you so much for your time today. It's always a pleasure chatting with you. <laughs> I love you, Nat. Thank you. Love you too. Thanks for joining us today. Now, if you enjoyed this episode and haven't yet subscribed to our podcast, please go ahead and do so on iTunes or Spotify or go to mindmovies.com forward slash podcast so you don't miss an episode. Now, remember, new episodes are released every Monday morning. And this podcast is also brand new. And we'd love to spread the word. So after you've subscribed, be a great girlfriend and pass it on to a friend who will enjoy this too. And don't forget to grab your official Not Over Just Different Welcome Pack. It includes some of the best tools for inspiring your best life, all completely free. Head over to notoverjustdifferent.com forward slash welcome gift to grab yours today. Until next time, remember it's not over, just different.